Okay, let's dive into this, Congressman. I mean, you are our inside track to what's going on in D.C. with the Biden crime family syndicate. What's going on there? What's going to happen in this situation? Tell us what you know. So I think um, the more and more that we keep learning, especially after Devin Archer gave his deposition, is that we we know Joe Biden was basically lying. Um, He was the brand that they were selling. Um, And so then the question is, what do they get from it? Well, it's pretty obvious that they, because Joe Biden admitted to at least one of those events on a, on an interview when he used the famous quote, um, uh, about fire, fire, firing the SOB um, in Ukraine. Right. Yep. So there's all kinds of things like that. There's another one, for example, would be, um, you've got the oligarch from Romania, to, you know, you have the United States who's doing sanctions on all these business people, all from corrupt countries. And it just so happens that the people that are donating to, to Hunter don't get sanctioned. We don't sanction them. Right. So if you think about it, that's a pretty, that's a pretty good quid pro quo because, because the Treasury Department, the president has direct control over, over who they're going to sanction. And if, if your country is experiencing that and you suddenly reach out to the Bidens and, and, and word gets out that, hey, if you reach out to the Bidens and you make donations or payments to Hunter, suddenly you're not on the sanction list. That's yeah, but, a pretty good deal. Yeah, but Congressman Burleson, I thought quid pro quo only applied to President Trump and Republicans. I mean, isn't that the way it is in D.C.? <laughs> Yeah, sadly, the, the Department of Justice is corrupt. They are um, they're holding back any investigations for the Bidens, and then they are, in my opinion, they're they're doing these crazy, crazy investigations on Trump. Like, th- if you think about, so of the four that that are happening, three of them are complete hogwash. There's not there's not much evidence. They're they're having to be, do judicial gymnastics to, yeah. to bring cases right. into, mm-hmm. into federal law, into federal court. But um, the one that's, the one that's kind of the holds a little bit of water is the one about the documents, it, you know, about, about the more logical doc, documents, but even it, it's really hard to argue that a pre, former president of the United States yeah. who's trying to work Who's trying? Who's actually talking with, you know, the archive, uh, archivists? Who's trying to negotiate? That he has no authority to decide what what he gets to keep and what he has to give up. Yeah. So I think that at the end of the day, that should be thrown out. But I, I think that one will have to go to the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. It's 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 something for sure. And I, I watched this, I don't know some video or reel or something here recently and just showed a comparison of. Basically, it would show all the things the Bidens were doing, and then it would come down to Trump. And he would, and he would, and he would see, when you put the different indictments and the different, uh, I, I don't know, when it, there's really no indictments or charges against the Bidens, but but the concepts of what they're doing wrong side by side, it is night and day, and you can totally tell that things are being covered up behind the scenes. Hey, Congressman Burleson, you're working on the farm bill too, right? Are you not helping out with that? Yeah, <coughs> I, well, I'm not on the ag committee. Okay. But what's happened is because the farm bill is such an important issue, um, I, I've, um, I've 
uh, the guy who is the sponsor, his name is GT Thompson. And he has had several meetings. I'm on the Republican study commission group. And I went to the presentation of the farm bill and it, and myself and another, uh, freshmen were, we both were state senators. Mm-hmm. It's myself and Josh were keen from Oklahoma. And we, we, we brought, we stood up and, and basically told GT about all of the things that we know about as, you know, state legislators that are really, really bad mechanisms within the SNAP program. So uh, to take a step back, this is a sad part of the farm bill. It, if you really were to call it something, it should not be called the farm bill because it's less than 15% of the bill. I think it's like 14 or 13% of the bill is agriculture. The rest of it is the what you you and I would call food stamps, but today they call it supplemental nutrition. Oh, for my gosh. That's 80, 85 plus percent of the bill is SNAP. So just so another government. Just another. Subsidy, yeah. Well, my question on it, too, was, I mean, it's always been earmarked or not earmarked. That's not the word I'm looking for. Advertised is a better word is for to support. Well, here, the farm bill continues its strong support for America's farmers, ranchers and forest stewards through a variety of safety net, farm loan, conservation and disaster assistance program. That's straight from the USDA.gov uh, website. Now, my question is, is that. Does this also like if, if if there is somebody like from China, which we know China owns a lot of our farmland and they're actually farming in America, does this cover them too? I don't think so, but I, that, I think there's amendments that the people are trying to get onto the bill to make sure to make certain that no money goes to a Chinese corporation like okay. Smithfield or or others that have bought American companies. But the, at the end of the day. Um, a lot of the, the this, this bill, the, the vast majority of the bill is not about ag, um, but what they do in D.C. is they leverage Republicans' desire to and, and the, just the general desire to help out the farmers to um, to to get past this huge, the, one of the biggest government welfare programs that exists, which is SNAP. And Joe Biden, in the last in his time in office. He's radically expanded SNAP to the point where, you know, when I was a state senator, we had we we had a debate about whether or not food stamps I still call them food stamps can be used in fast food. Okay, so so and then and so you've got some uh, liberals who will say, oh, shouldn't you know poor people be able to get hot food? And it's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, nobody's <laughs> stopping anybody from getting hot food. Yeah. But yeah. this is the question: is should this part, should people who are getting who are on government handouts, be able to go to McDonald's and go through the drive-through? The, the whole point is they need they need nutrition to feed their yeah. kids. Well, they can use them and, at Seven Eleven and other convenience yeah, stores. Right. Kind of crazy stuff happening there. It, it is. it is. So that all needs to get reformed. And the other, another thing is that I want to put work requirements into SNAP. Here, so here. Sounds good. We like that. If, you, if you're able-bodied, if you're, if, you, if you're eligible, if you're working age, you're not you know, a senior, you're able-bodied, you're young, and you don't have even, even any kids in the home, like little kids, what in the world are you doing being on food stamps? Go get a job. 
There you have it, right there. Go get a job. We agree. We agree. Hey, we've got to get to uh, traffic and weather update. uh, But Congressman Burleson, we do want to have you in. Hopefully, you can get with Cass and get it scheduled sometime that we can get you in studio. And uh, we can shake your hand and have a and continue this conversation. Plus, don't I, I can't go there right now. I I want to know what's going on with the UFOs. I, I got personal questions about that. All right, we'll get up to that next.